This is the Dental Elements Podcast, the podcast for the dental profession and everyone on the team. A dental hygienist who is also a consultant and a dental assistant who also owns a brewery. Shatter the stigma by bringing a podcast that is for everyone in the profession. Join us for a refreshing conversation with innovators, collaborators, and inspirers. Cheers to that. Hi, this is your host, Cindy Rogers. And today in this episode, I sit down with Ellie Packhouse. He is the founder and CEO of InstaFloss. It is a device that automatically flosses all of your teeth in only 10 seconds. We talk about the product and the development. We also talk about the entrepreneurial side and how we got started, about crowdfunding and raising funds, and all of the things that go into um, business and development. And I'm super excited to share this episode with you to reach out to Ellie and to see the video and learn more about InstaFloss, head on over to rootyouwan.com and click the episode link and you will have a link to to Ellie and to InstaFloss. Everything is right there on that page, so rootyouwan.com. And so tell us about, about a little bit about you and your product and, and how this came about. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. So uh, I'm Ellie Packhouse. Uh, I'm an inventor and entrepreneur, I suppose, to, in order to bring inventions from anything other than uh, a conceptual phase. That's what you have to do. So I've started two companies. Uh, my first was in 2013. I uh, We created a lot of uh, music tech products for musicians. We came out with eight, eight different products. And about five years ago, I was eating a bunch of mango with my brother and I was getting a lot of stuff stuck in between the teeth and we, you know, we were flossing, trying to get rid of it. And it was, it was a big pain and flossing for most people is a big pain. And we were like, we've got to make this easier. You know, there's got to be a way that this can be quicker, more effective, just done for you. And probably within the course of about two weeks, I had like five different people come to me and be like, hey, you make products for a living. Uh, can you design something that will floss my teeth? And I just knew that this was going to, to be huge because, you know, uh, as I was doing my research, I found out that, you know, like 70% of people uh, regularly skip flossing, uh, which is huge. And that's in the United States where we actually have pretty good flossing uh, adherence. It's worse outside of the States. And the reasons they gave is that the number one reason is that it just takes too long. People are like, oh, I don't want to spend the time, but also that it hurts. And also that uh, it's, it's hard to do correctly. I mean, as, as you look into various studies, you can see them sort of bifurcated into two groups where the one is where professionals floss people and the other people floss themselves. And you see a huge difference between these two groups in terms of the, the outcome. That's because most people don't floss correctly, unfortunately. So it's like 70% of people don't do it. And then of those who do, they're not even getting the results they want. So they're very frustrated. They go to the dentist and the dentist is like, you don't floss. They're like, but I do. And then, you know, this gets into their, their head. So it's a big problem. So I started reading, uh, textbooks, you know, on, on flossing, what is it uh, trying to accomplish? What's actually happening here? What's the, what's the goal? I started reading the scientific, everything published I could find on flossing uh, just to be able to understand it. And, you know, I knew that if I was going to design a product, you know, it shouldn't be me leading the science. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with engineering and everything like that, but, you know, there are medical professionals for a reason. So I partnered early on 
Dr. Ralph Froud and uh, Dr. Anna Mascarenhas, who's the chair of the ADA Council of Science. So she's a dental scientist. She's essentially doing studies and reviewing studies, you know, all day on everything oral health. And I came with her with the with the concept that me and Dr. Uh, Raud had come up with. And, you know, she was the one guiding our scientific testing throughout the whole process, which took on so many different different forms. So, so first, just the concept. In the course of the research, and, you know, of course, confirmed by Dr. Adam Mascarenhas, I found out that water flossing is less painful and can remove more plaque. And because the water molecules are smaller than strain, can get deeper underneath the gum line, can disturb more biofilm. And so if you do it correctly, you can actually see better results from water flossing than strain flossing. However, most people don't do it correctly. And the number, the, the top reasons for this is number one, the results that you see in these studies that, that show these, that is disturbing more biofilm, et cetera, is assuming number one, you have hundred percent coverage. So you have to trace the gum line, uh, both on the outside and the inside, and you have to do so at 90 degrees, which is the most effective angle to get deeper penetration under the gums. And that's really difficult to do with a manual water jet, you know, try to get 90 degrees, trace everything, don't miss anything, and then get on the inside. And like, you can't even do it. And if you're trying to aim, you're going to splatter your mirror. You go on Amazon, 80% of the one-star reviews are complaining about splattering the mirror. And then people give up and they don't even use it. They're like, I did it for two weeks and I stopped and everything like that. And then people don't floss at all. The concept was, what if we were able to just provide the jets for people? And the first ideation of this was a mouth guard. But there's a lot of issues with the mouth guard. Number one, you have to make an individual one for each person, which makes it crazy expensive and which is just terrible from a manufacturing uh, point of view. You know, you want to be able to mass manufacture things so that way it's affordable for people and it can actually be done in a timely manner. You could go to the store, buy it, use it that day. It's supposed to go through this whole process, like, like almost like getting Invisalign or something. Mm -hmm. um, and you know how expensive that is. So the other issue with the mouth guard is you would only be able to clean in between each tooth, which is great. You know, if you're not flossing, that is an improvement. But part of the advantages of especially water flossing in particular is that you could clean underneath the gum line 360 degrees around each tooth. And if you use a mouth guard, there's just no way to get that. So it would be a more expensive solution for worse results. And obviously it's not what you want. So what we came up with was an H-shaped device, which I'll show here on video. Uh, if you're listening to it, essentially the top of the top U of the H goes around your top teeth. The bottom U of the H goes around your bottom teeth and uh, 12 jets come from both sides. So it's always at 90 degrees, covers 100% of the gum line, front, back, 360 clean. I'll demonstrate. Uh, I'll put this in. And you uh, can talk while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> barely. <laughs> so you do that. Uh, you run it around your teeth and kind of hold exactly. it. Exactly. From one, from one uh, molar to the other, a 10 second sweep is all you need. And we have 100% coverage. And is that water or air that comes out of that? It's water. So uh, okay. what is off camera? is a uh, reservoir similar similar to okay. you know a water pick or similar device but you can actually put it in there and close down a little bit so it's not splattering all over exactly the there's no the need to aim yeah. 
Precisely. Yeah. It does it for you. It has 100% coverage, does it at 90 degrees. And so this is, you know, not only if you're lacking on time, which is number one complaint, but also the difficulty if you have motor uh, disabilities, you know, old people, young people, people who are, you know, in a rush or just don't want to do it, which is most people. Most people. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we're really excited about uh, being able to, you know, bring floss- flossing to more than just the dedicated few uh, good patients. Yeah. Yeah. I find that very fascinating. I love new things and, and, and inventing things. And that's, I love that. And so you put it in it. So the good thing about it is it does both sides mm-hmm. at the same time. And so it does save time, like mm-hmm. half the time, because you're doing both at the same time. And then the angle, I know with the water and like the ultrasonic, the air actually, because the bubbling water actually kills bacteria because it's anaerobic bacteria under your gum line. And so introducing some oxygen bubbles from the water too will help reduce that bad bacteria. It is pulsing. So it is, it is, it is oxygenated as well. And the, 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 the pressure from the water sort of moves the debris and the, and the plaque. They, they definitely work in conjunction there. Yeah. So how long have you had this product? I know it's probably years in the making, but how long has it been um, on the market and ready for people so, to use? So it, we have been doing R&D for five years, the, uh, which I did not know what I was getting into from the beginning. And that's research but, and development, right? Oh, yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Research, we've been doing research and development for five years. Uh, on the research side, like we started, for example, uh, flossing pig heads uh, just to be able to test uh, plaque removal and, and gum depth penetration because, uh, according to Dr. Anna Maskernhas, pigs are some of the closest uh, tissue you will uh, get to humans. So, you know, we would yeah. floss them, we would cut away their gums, you know, the very nasty process. Uh, we would cut them vertically actually. So we could get on both sides, but when you cut them vertically, like the, their brains fall out and it's like size oh, of a golf ball. I know it's, it's a shame. <laughs> now, now I, I will say that these were the parts we got them from butchers who had already sold all the meat and they weren't doing anything with that. So you made their lives even more meaningful by using them for research, right? Precisely. <laughs> exactly. We, okay. we killed, we killed no pigs. We just used the part of the pig that nobody was going to eat, which is the, yeah. the teeth, the gums. <laughs> yeah. We uh, use pig skin and dentistry too, for, you know, grafts and things. So that's, that would make sense that it does mimic human tissue. Probably. Closest. And, yeah, yeah, no, and 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 more than that, people actually get organ transplants from pigs, which is crazy to me. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know, like I've heard of that. How I'd feel of walking around with a pig kidney? I mean, probably yeah. better than walking around dead. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, true. <laughs> Once we had with the with the pig experimentation, you know, we were able to see that we were confident in in our jets and our placements and you know the timing, et cetera, et cetera. We then moved to human trials uh, to see you know how this compared against string, against other water flossing devices, et cetera. But one thing, just to like, give you a window into you know the the, the journey uh, before we actually went into to human trials, I was experimenting with an early version of the prototype after, after the pigs. And I was just using it on myself just to see how I felt about it. And this was an early stage of the prototype. So instead of having like a reservoir, of, a small reservoir of water, we, I was just using a giant like uh, bathtub sized bucket. So, you know, I didn't have to like fill it and everything like that. And I would do it and it would feel really nice. And I would be using this for like two, three minutes at a time, multiple times a day, just because it felt so good. Um, Because I I, I love flossing in in general. 
However, if you do the math, uh, it's a 10 second floss uh, is the equivalent of two minutes with uh, another flossing device. So if you're doing it for say two minutes, that's 120 seconds, which is each 10 seconds is two minutes. So that's 24 minutes equivalent. And if you do it for three minutes, that's 36 minutes equivalent. So I'm flossing the equivalent of half an hour, multiple times a day, you know, without realizing it. And that's just not recommended by anyone. Don't, don't floss for like an hour and a half a day. Yeah. You don't want to do uh, too much of the bacteria. It's too much of the the good stuff, right? <laughs> so, so what happened was after a week of doing this, uh, just like a complete idiot, I started breaking out in sores on my gums, between my teeth, on my tongue, and my throat. I went to I went to the the dentist, being like, "What's going on?" It was so painful I couldn't even drink water. He's like, "You have uh, what's colloquially referred to as trench mouth. You know, something that's common in uh, World War One because of vitamin deficiencies. Essentially, you stripped away the top part of your gums and you allowed any pathogen that wants to get in there to get in there. So, you know, he's like, I'm going to give you antivirals, antibacterials, antifungals. If there's any domain of life that exists, we're going to kill it. Uh, it took me like a, a week to get better. It was super painful. But oh, no. what I realized and uh, was that we need to prevent people from over flossing. You know, our, our mission was to get people to floss, but at the same time, if you make it too easy, they could over floss and that could be just as bad or if perhaps wow, worse. Created <laughs> a new problem. I've never heard of <laughs> over flossing. So that's, it's, it's relatively rare. Exactly. Very few people um, will, will get there, but but it exists and it is a problem. I mean, like, I'm sure you've heard of overbrushing. That's a lot more common. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, overflossing is, is relatively rare. But but if you make a device that can do it in 10 seconds and suddenly this problem that very few people have could become very common. So yeah, then you get so used to like being so stripped clean that you could fill every little mineral too exactly. and then you probably just keep flossing again yeah yeah and you don't you don't want to stop so before we went to human trials based on my own personal experience it's like okay we're adding this functionality into the device which is after you complete the floss for 10 seconds it starts flashing the led saying uh slow down uh, like a yellow, like a yellow light saying slow down, and then it stops the device, and there's a cool down period. Now the cool down period isn't very long, you know. So if you're using the device, if you're sharing it with a family member, you know, it's a, uh, uh, I believe it's 15 seconds. You know, that's just as much time as it takes to switch the mouthpiece and let someone else use it. But it's enough, especially with the thing saying to stop, to let you know, hey, that was a complete floss. Don't do that again. You know, you have to wait. You know, 15 seconds. Uh, and then you, so if you were going to overfloss, you'd have to do it incredibly intentionally uh, now, instead of just sort of getting lost in the feeling and doing it for a few minutes at a time. Yes. That's so, kind of like we're using reverse psychology on people. And so now they're <laughs> going to like want to floss and that's brilliant. Get like that reverse psychology. And so a lot of it is psychological, you know, time, but it's not really that much time or going exactly. until it stops. And so now it's like, go, you know, as long as you can. So that's kind of cool too, I think. Right. You do it and then it stops it for you. And now you know that you've completed a full floss. So if you do what I did unintentionally, you would have to do it rather intentionally. And you have, to, and you would know that you did dirty flosses. Now we can make it foolproof, but we can't make it damn foolproof. So if you really wanted to hurt yourself, you know, poke it in your eye or, or whatever on purpose, like, you know, there, there are limits to what we can do, but at least we can let you know, this was one floss, stop 
that's all, you know, and and I think that was an important uh, an important part of the development to prevent people from doing too much. Uh, so sometimes when you solve one problem, you create another, and you have to solve two. Yeah, and there's always some people, you know, you know, that just don't understand as much. And but that's what the small print comes in to you know, let people know it's intended use and only use it for that use in that amount of time. And there's a reason instructions are there, and I'm learning that myself. <laughs> Nobody reads them though. That's that's why we had to build in this like LED. That's what I've been feedback. telling people when I do trainings. I'm like, go to your go to read your instructions on some of your equipment. Just read, just pull out one for your safety meeting, pull out an instruction, just read it. You'll be flabbergasted. You, <laughs> I bet out of one out of three, you've been doing things wrong this whole time. And and you can learn so much just by reading the instructions. <laughs> I'll tell you a story in, in that vein. Uh so when I came out with my very first product, um we created a man, like a quick start guide, not even a manual, just like a very short few pages, just to give you the very basics and the most important parts. And we put it on top of the thing. So it was the first thing you saw when you opened the box. And it says in giant words, quick start guide, please read. You know, it's not going to take long. It's like two minutes, just read this. And we, we, came out with the product, we delivered it to customers and people, because it was a very brand new product, they started uploading uh, unboxing videos. You know, they were excited. And, you know, we were watching the, the unboxing videos because we were excited to see customer uh, reactions to our first product. And so you get this guy and he's recording, getting the product. He looks at the box. He's like, ooh, I like the box. He opens the box. And then he sees this, this, mat, this little like thing. This is a small quick start guide. It says, please read. He picks it up, says, huh, please read. Eh, readings for losers. And he threw it, tosses it off camera and continues to like take out the thing and like try to uh, like, you know, assemble it and all that stuff. Like, no, it, it said, please read, like read the, the instructions. This was, this was like, we, we were begging you to do it. And that was, uh, I would say the moment that it really clicked to me that like, it doesn't matter what you say. People are probably not going to read instructions. Yep. And if you, <laughs> you have to design the product in a way that it's giving feedback as you're doing stuff. So like, yeah, we could put in the manual of the InstaFloss uh, only used for 10 seconds. Anything more than this is overflossing. But how many people are going to read that? How many people are going to know that? So therefore, it's just a lot more effective if it stops when you've, when you've yes. reached a certain point and it has an LED and you're like, and you come to associate that like, oh, well, this light is telling me to stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's great that you're able to build that in as well for people like me that just like to figure things out without the instructions. The old me, the new me reads at least the quick start. That's great. You are in the, uh, the top 1% of, uh, of customers. Yeah. I'm learning. So some of the small questions I have, like, it does, does it come in different sizes or does it, does it adjust? Like, let's say if somebody has big teeth or ortho, somebody with ortho, would that be something for them if they have metal braces on uh, things like that? Does it adjust or does it, is it just pretty wide enough that it could fit around most? Mouths? Right. So um, that's a great question. So here, uh, again, this, if you're watching the video, I'm, I'm showing the device, but uh, I'll, I'll try to narrate it in a way where you don't need to see it. So this uh, amount of space between the, the front and the back part is enough to clear uh, braces. So if you have braces, it should not be a problem. And also, it's, if you don't have braces, it's also not a problem. So, so both people who have braces or various curves like to their, their teeth position, uh, this yeah. is enough. Now, now granted, there, there could be some like extreme cases. Over 98% of people should be able to fit within this space also in terms of uh, how 
uh, the, the, the delta in height from the bottom of their gum line to the top of the gum line. So this should cover 100% of the gum line in the vertical direction, as well as be able to fit teeth, as well as uh, different overlapping teeth or, or dental uh, like apparatus, like, like braces uh, in between in the horizontal direction. So both in the vertical and horizontal direction, uh, we should fit about 98% of people who are over the age of 12. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I see now it does the top and the bottom at the same time. I guess I didn't even catch out the first yes, time. Yes. So, yeah. so, so it's, four, it's four quadrants. Okay. It's the front, the okay, back, wow. the top, the bottom. Uh, so, and, and then, and because you don't have to trace in an arc, like you have to do with a, a, uh, normal like manual water flossing device where you have to go uh manually around the gum line uh you just do one sweep because it has many jets it could get the whole thing at once that further reduces uh the time uh by a factor of three so four quadrants divide the amount of time you need by four and then the uh, ability to go horizontal sweeping instead of in a curving motion which reduces the manual articulation that you need to need to that is required further reduces it by a factor of three. And that's how we get down to 10 seconds. Wow, that's amazing. Does it vibrate a lot or is it just kind of like pulsate when you're holding the hand up? So we're talking about like people with disabilities that might have dexterity you'll, you'll issues. Feel, or... You'll feel the water come through it, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not, it doesn't provide a lot of- uh, It's not like vibrating or just like yeah, it's, it's, pulsate. It's, yeah, I think, I think if you can hold a- like a manual water flosser, or maybe even like a vibrating toothbrush, you should have no problem. Now, obviously, obviously, there's there's motor disabilities that are beyond our scope. Um, right. You know, for, for, to give an extreme example, if you are, uh, you know, immobile from the neck down, this. But then we'll need another person. <laughs> but that said, though, that's great for the other person, the caretakers as well, because if you are taking mm-hmm. care of um, somebody or senior citizens, some of our patients even come in, even with our the chairs and technology, they can't lean back and we're trying to get in there and not see something like this would actually help us hygienists, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dentists and assistants be able to get in there and clean the patient's mouth without them. Yeah, this would be great yeah. for a caretaker. In fact, we've had people suggest that we make versions for, for dogs uh, <laughs> because, you know, they want to floss their dog's teeth, but it's hard to do it manually. I think that we'll consider that down the line, that the issue with dogs, I think. Mine would. Absolutely. Which is maybe not bad. It's better they try to eat it and they run away from it. Uh, yeah. Is that they just come in so many different shapes and sizes, you know, and we'd have to make, I don't even know where to begin in terms of like trying to, to you know, figure out the, the right dimensions. Oh my God. Yeah. I think the things. little dogs have the worst needed the most too. And that would be mm-hmm. the hardest because they're so tiny. So it's definitely possible. And I understand there's a market for that. I understand it would uh, fulfill a need in terms of like, you know, people's pets tend to get uh, oral care problems that cost them a lot of money. And if they could mm-hmm. uh, avoid that, just like people, if you can take care of your teeth, you'll save a lot of money down the line. Um, yeah. Well, let me know if you start, we do have, we are going to do an episode with pets. Like everybody loves pets more than humans, right? Exactly. So, Even so people like, I'm, I'm going to get it for my child. I'm going to get it for my pet. I'm going to get it for my grandpa. I'm going to anyone but me, you know? <laughs> Oh, yes. one thing uh, about the about it being more universal is both the uh, the top shell and the bottom shell these uh, rotate independently. So, uh, depending on if you're if you have a mismatched alignment in in terms of your your bite, we can still uh, get a a higher percentage of of people because these these move independently. So, and then bridges people that have bridges, and it's really hard to 
get under there, even with the flossers and everything. So that would Correct. be great. Just kind of run it over and maybe spend a little bit of extra time in that one spot and get Correct. Absolute, absolutely and implants and safe for implants because it's, it's just water, right? Do you recommend yeah. using warm water or what's, I know you can't, you have to be careful what you say on there because some people will put boiling hot water and burn themselves. So I, I have never seen um, any studies on whether warm water is more uh, effective than, than cold water, uh, nor have we conducted that study ourselves in our research. We were just comparing uh, the water, uh, you know, to, to yeah. we compared it to strain, we compared it to manual water flossers, uh, you know, to, to show uh, and study how effective the InstaFloss is. But uh, so we didn't study the, the temperature of the water itself, but I will say anecdotally, and uh, warm water is more comfortable than cold water. Uh, yeah. And I don't see any reason why it would be less effective. Uh, I could only see reasons why it would be more effective because uh, warm water uh, molecules are less likely to stick to each other. So they could perhaps in theory, and I'm not oh. saying that it does, but they could perhaps in theory uh, get deeper uh, into the gums. I mean, that's why like warm water washing oh, out yeah. your clothes is more effective than cold water. Uh, in most circumstances, uh, the only circumstances is the warm water bind uh, uh, can cause a reaction in the, the molecules of whatever's causing the stain. That's a, yeah. a different thing entirely, but yeah. hot water is uh sticks to itself less you know there's more energy so the the uh -huh. molecules sliding past each other so they could get into smaller spaces so there is a theoretical reason to believe warm water would be more effective uh there's definitely anecdotal reports that it is more comfortable um i can't make any claims on that but hey if you want to do warm water you by all we're going to need a lab <laughs> yeah just not hot because like wash your hands you're not supposed to use hot water because it opens up your pores and allows bacteria back in but it'll dry you out <laughs> yeah it'll dry you out like drinking water you're not supposed to drink a lot of water either if you because <laughs> it'll give you dry mouth like you're saying you're washing away all your natural lubricants but what do you do you need to wet your mouth right well so i'm dose makes yeah. the poison uh, you know every, everything is everything is poisonous in the right dose or yes. the wrong dose uh, so definitely yeah. drink water but don't drink so much water that yeah you cause problems <laughs> yeah. don't go overboard so i love that you're teaching that don't go overboard that's great. So we need to learn that too. So I'm kind of really, well, I'm really interested in your, your business journey as well. So obviously mm -hmm. you're, you're an entrepreneur and an inventor and I love that. I love, I'm really fascinated with inventions and entrepreneurship and um, how, how did you go about getting your, your business going? And so five years, I mean, that's a lot of time yes. and money, um, resources, yes. people. How Tell does one it. go from... <laughs> This isn't your first invention, though, like you said, right? So yeah. So it's, it's not my first. It's not my first. Uh, it's your best, uh, most successful one. Is this? I, I hope so. Oh, and I realized that I didn't answer your question about the market. So uh, being on the market, I'll, I'll answer that sure. in this. Uh, so I really uh, got my start with bringing products to market. Uh, the way that I've gone about it has always been through the power of the crowd. You know, it, it's a great way to both to get the funding, but also to validate your idea. So for the very first product I ever came out with, we went onto uh, Kickstarter, you know, here's a prototype. This is what it does. Um, 
we'll give you a discount if you order in advance and you ordering in advance will enable us to actually be able to make it. So that's how I actually got my start with my first product. And I've done crowdfunding a, a number of times since. And so with Instafloss, we had to first develop the, the prototype before we went to crowdfunding. So this wasn't entirely crowd-backed because in order to get to the prototype stage, you know, I had to do tests. I had, you know, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, medical tests required to make sure that it actually uh, is effective, is doing, you know, what we want it to do. Because, you know, you can get a floss in zero seconds if you don't care about the effectiveness of the floss, if you just don't floss. So uh, making a floss take less time only is really beneficial if it actually is an effective floss. So we had to make sure that that we were uh, hitting all the hallmarks of, of, of what an effective floss is trying to yeah, do. Yeah. And then after the Theranos Cabascal too, people are probably more weary and you have to prove yourself a little bit. Make exactly. sure it works first before you take people's money, right? <laughs> exactly. Or prove so it the, yeah, I mean, a, a business will uh, succeed or fail ultimately on the quality of the product. You know, you could probably get away with scamming people for a certain period of time, uh, but it's not sustainable. So like Theranos, when they tried selling this to Walgreens, you know, that can only work for a certain period of time. It's just not sustainable. Like, like, yeah, you could sell bad medicine, but people are going to be realizing the effects at some point, you know, journalists, scientists, doctors are going to be doing their jobs. uh, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and then, and then the the whole business will come and crash. And, And I don't, think that's a path anybody wants to go on. Oh, should yeah. go on. Or, or you want to sleep at night and you're, yeah. <laughs> Even if yeah. you're a completely evil person, what's the plan? You know, like, okay, so you're going to make money for like a month and then you're going to lose it all and get sued and go to prison. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's just stupid. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah, know, you need to think for, you need to think in the future, you have to be strategic long road. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, I mean, criminal minds in, in that regard is like certainly pathological, uh, to a great extent, not just for those around you, but also for oneself. Like you know, but that's that's a digression. You know, going yeah, so why, why do people episode. get caught up into this? <laughs> yes. You know, why do they do things that are so like not sustainable, bad for everyone around them and themselves? But where was I? Oh yeah. So, so you start. So you start with crowdfunding, proving it. Okay. And then I interrupt. Yeah, yeah. So the product has side. to work. So you have to show that the product works before you even start trying to sell people. So for that, I did have to raise uh, uh, my, so the, at first I was self-funding it uh, probably for like the first year for the rough prototypes and I was funding it from, you know, the money I was making from my previous uh, companies. But it came, came to a point where I couldn't use my previous companies to fund this uh, anymore because, you know, we, like the amount of trials we had to do and the amount of prototyping we had to do was uh, becoming quite expensive. So I, I raised uh, just under $1 million from uh, private investors in order to uh, build the prototypes and do the testing. And once we had the, the results from humans, uh, not just pigs and not just myself, uh, then we went on to crowdfunding sites and we offered it to uh, consumers and we pre-sold $2.5 million worth of the device. So we were able to take that money and build the the molds and essentially the the factory lineup. So when you make a device, you know when you prototype, you have to invent one machine. But when you manufacture, you have to invent thirty machines because each 
a machine that makes a component is its own machine. And that's really expensive and very hard to do. So we, we probably took uh, almost two years setting up the factory in order to, to do that. So it's a million dollars from private investors to get to the prototype, two and a half million dollars that we've done in pre-orders uh, where people have uh, decided to put their own money in advance to get the product, which is great because not only do we then get the funds to build the factories, et cetera, but it super validates the demand that people actually want this. You know, this doesn't even exist yet. And they're still willing to put their money where their mouth yeah. and teeth and gums are. But that made you happy. Yeah. Like that's because that's huge. Because you really you need people to want to buy it to be able to keep it. Going. Yeah, no, it's, it's very validating to see that. I mean, at the same time, I kind of like knew that would happen to some extent because everyone I ever talked to was like, uh, you know, everybody knows, everybody should floss. Nobody wants to, so very few people do, yeah, but they well, would if it was easy. An you know? way. <laughs> so, so it was almost like fundamentally, like if, if it didn't succeed, it would def- almost be an, a problem with Im- implementation rather than the concept because everyone I talk to, whether they love or hate flossing, is like this needs to exist. So, so yeah, so then we, we did the crowdfunding. We, we did all the pre-orders. We have an additional 40,000 people who are just waiting. They're like, okay, I'm not going to give you money right now. I want it to be on the market. So uh, so they're on our, our wait list. Uh, and then about 18,000 people who have pre-ordered. So now what the stage we're in is we are we have built the factories. Uh, well, not the factory, the, the assembly lines, you know, the machines, the molds, et cetera. Oh, like and injection we're doing, molding? Uh, yes, uh, that's that's part of it, you know. So there's there's the molds, oh, there's the injections, there's the uh, the electronics, the, the custom PCB boards, the motors. Uh, there's certain parts that uh, have to like be glued and then dried in a particular way. So we have like gluing machines and then drying machines. Oh, so amazing, all the little things that go into every product. I'm always fascinated by that. We take it for I, granted. It's been a five year process. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so what we're doing right now, the stage we're in is we're doing final QC testing, which is quality control. So we have the machines that can build the InstaFlosses. And what we're doing is we're running the InstaFlosses hundreds of times until they break to see where they break and saying, okay, so if you use this for the equivalency of a year, it's going to break here. So we reinforce that part. And then, okay, if you use it for the equivalency of two years, it's going to break here because the the more durable we can make the product, uh, the longer of a warranty we can offer. You know, if we know that it will last five years of use and then we offer a four-year warranty, you know, we're not losing money. You know, you don't want to have this 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 curse of success in a way where you sell right. millions of products and then in a year or two years down the line, everyone's sending it back for the warranty because it broke. And now all that money that you just yes. made suddenly are in the red and it's like- And word of mouth. And then you want them to buy more and you want more people to know it. You want it to be so great. They're like, I've had this and I've used it for a few years and it's still going great. They tell their friends or family, their social network. Yeah. And they buy another one later. They buy and forget. Yeah. But if it's a piece of crap, then it's not going to get you anywhere. You wasted all that time and money, right? Exactly. <laughs> for and one time a- thing. And that's a, a, a testing that can only be done after you've built the molds because you want to test on the manufactured, mass-produced versions, not the prototypes because they're made in fundamentally different that's ways. That's manufacturer's warranty because, okay, because exactly. the warranty is the manufacturing. Okay. So, uh, uh, and, I, and then that's what the consumer's going to get. The consumer's not going to get a prototype. They're going to get something that we made uh, 
you know, in the, in the factories. So that's what we're doing right now. We're almost done with that. And we're going to be delivering uh, probably by the end of this quarter to the, to the customers. And one of the things we're doing right now is because, you know, we've, spent the first million on the prototyping and the studies uh we spent the second the 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 pre-order money on building the factories and getting the initial run now what we need is we need the capital for uh building the inventory and getting ready to to expand into the general market where for the forty thousand people waiting and beyond what people tell their friends uh in order to uh get sales reps to go to dental offices and educate dental practitioners on the the science that we've done because you know a a dental practitioner can make or break the sale maybe they're not going to sell the product but someone's going to come to their their dentist or their hygienist and say most likely the hygienist actually uh, and say um oh, I saw this thing advertised to me or saw it, saw it in a store. Should I get it? And if they don't know the science, it's just be like, that sounds too good to be true. So it probably is. I, I recommend that you just stick to what we know. So, you know, that's going to cost money. So so our capital requirements for actually getting into the broader market are, are greater than just delivering the product to the initial uh, uh, pre-order customers. What we're doing there is we're actually doing another raise. And this is also via... Uh, crowdfunding, you know, like I've always really believed in in uh, if you if you have an idea, take it to the crowd, and if it succeeds with the crowd, you've got a good idea, and like almost in a way that if it doesn't succeed with the crowd, you you know something's off and you have a bad idea. So it's a way of testing your idea. So what we're doing right now is an equity crowdfunding campaign where we're selling shares in the company, saying this is our business plan, you know. Everybody needs to floss. Very few people do. This is why they don't. This is what we're solving to make them do it. And uh, if we solve that problem, here's going to be the business case. And it's the floss in every counter. This is our vision and this is our plan to actualize that vision. And so we're, we're selling shares in the company, uh, but in a way that's, that's public where anybody can, uh, can, can purchase those shares and, and uh, you know, see the the business structure and be part of the gains so that's uh so that's how we went from crowdfunding the initial to crowdfunding the um the the capital requirements to actually release into the whole market that was going to be my next question is can we invest are you are you like how would somebody want invest if they wanted to get in now before it get uh, in yeah. before it gets gross so to be get in on the ground floor like, get in something cash uh, out. <laughs> exactly um so if you go to instafloss.com, which is instafloss, I-N-S-T-A-F-L-O-S-S.com, uh, there will be a link to our equity crowdfunding campaign where you can learn more. Okay, great. And then for, you talked about having sales reps go in and talk to dental professionals and hygienists. Do mm-hmm. you have any idea or set up where you have hygienists maybe be sales reps or there's a lot of hygienists that do um, side gigs or work part-time in the operatory then they do these kind of um, things with products they go into offices and they're able to explain the product and thing like things like that because we could help you get hooked up to a lot of hygienists for sure and assistants as well because really they know a lot about that (laughs) they're the ones you know doing the uh the real work Um, yeah so, so absolutely, uh, definitely the people most qualified to be a sales rep are the people who know what they're talking about in the domain. Uh, so that's, that's 100% true. And that is 100% uh, 
who we would want and how we want to go about it. So right now we're still doing the, the manufacturing. So we obviously don't have this program yet because we have, right. we don't, we don't have it to give to the, uh, you already have enough sold. <laughs> that's a good problem. You already have too many <laughs> sold. You have to. Exactly. But it will be, a, it will be a problem very soon. So uh, what I would recommend is go to instafloss.com and sign up to our mailing list uh, because that's how we would uh, inform you when we have these programs available. And we'll say something like, are you a hygienist? Do you, or, or a dental practitioner of any sort? Are you interested in this program? This is what we're starting. And so when we do start it, you'll be able to find out about when that happens. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Because I know um, we love new products and new ideas to share with each other and offices and patients. And I think this would be great for senior citizens too. And all, mm-hmm. all just all kinds of people that could really benefit from this and keep I mean, it's your health too, your gums and the bacteria. And uh, uh, yeah, I just had a situation and they were like, Oh, that's something you only get from mouth bacteria. I'm like, that is, yeah. Like, I mean, I know this is true. But it's like, wow, this is so it's true. Your mouth, your bacteria in your mouth. You think about it. It's like an open portal. It's the only thing that's open to your body, your inside body. And it just, it's like an open wound. It's, it's the inside uh, that you, that you yeah. expose, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. Open wide. And that's like. Yeah. Breathing, talking, everything goes right, right in that portal. Right. So, so the name of the business is actually um, InstaFloss. Then you like, that's yeah. the company name too. Okay, great. Okay. And, and so on our website, uh, rootyuan.com, we have your uh, information, your bio. And so people, when they go to um, listen to the episode, they could go there and they can connect with you. All of your links should be there too for instafloss.com, which should be easy to remember. Just type it in anywhere, right? But if not, go yeah, there and yeah. you click <laughs> the links there and get a hold of you probably in that one spot or what other links you put on there as well. Learn more about you and, and your company. So anything else you wanted to, oh, you're going to say, so it's, it's going to be a ways before we can actually order the product, right? Or can we pre-order the product or is that? You, you can pre-order the only? product. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, deliver uh, uh, probably towards the end of Q1. Okay. And is it going to come in different colors or anything like that? Or is that just way off? Like, does it need to? I'm just, is that l- later when you get bored and you want to spice it up and have a Christmas special or so whatever? That's, <laughs> so that's the... Um, that's that's not uh, on the immediate list. Uh, definitely, you know, as the the uh, you know as the market expands, you know, colors are something you do uh, when you're trying to reach like the little corners of the market that you haven't got. You have people who won't order it unless it's their favorite color. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. So right now, that's because we ha- we have to manufacture certain minimum quantities, um, we're doing it in in white, which is you know the number one color, color of most people. Pops, yeah. Yeah, exactly. trading with the buy in bulk and all that expense to have a purple one. Nobody wants purple. Make <laughs> sure it works good first. <laughs> eventually, you know, I definitely feel like there's a value proposition. Like you want your, fle- your teeth to be flossed well in only 10 seconds. Uh, but eventually, I, I definitely, there's no reason why we wouldn't do colors. And what's your next venture after this? Is this going to keep you pretty busy for a while? Or do you, do you get to this part and then kind of go on to like, pass it over? And then are you like a starter upper uh, inventor or is this? going to be your baby for a long haul. You're just going to kind of see you're kind of right on that precipice of the next. Right. Now this is a a start to finish. You know, I do have um, other things I would want to include in a hygiene product line. So uh, definitely there are things that we can continue to expand and offer in the same company. Uh, 
you know, in terms of, of what we offer to people for their oral health. I can't talk about all of those, but, you know, I think it's exciting. You know, once you, once you have the yeah. flosser in their bathroom, now, now you have the brand, now you're there. We'd almost be silly not to offer improvements in all the other aspects of their uh, oral care right. and, and hygiene in general. So that's definitely on the, uh, the horizon, but um I have to see this all the way through, you know? And you have to like drill in those other ideas because I know we could get out there like all these, oh, this, 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 this. Okay, wait, reel it in. Let's do this step first and you can add to it. I'm sure you're thinking ahead with your manufacturing, you know, company and all that stuff to what you're, how you can grow that and expand it and all everything. Yeah, like you have to triage your, uh, your expenses and your, and everything like that. Like right now, you know, we need a certain amount of money to produce the pro to, you know, manufacture and then to, you know, have a sales team and, you know, uh, get to various markets, you know, we want to get to retail, et cetera. Um, and if we're developing certain new products that could, you know, interfere, you know, which is part of the reason why we're doing a capital raise, but yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to think very carefully about, about where you put your resources. So while there are a lot of ideas to expand the product line, such as new colors, uh, <laughs> Yeah. The, and you have uh, investors too, like, cause you, because doing this way, it's not really all your company because you're sharing it. That's why it's called profit shares, right? Because you're sharing the company with others to be able to make it, get enough money to make it successful. Even if right, you're going to be the main shareholder, it's still, you have to. That comes with certain legal liabilities as well, uh, or responsibilities, you know. Yeah, um, which is probably a good thing. Keeps you in check too, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For exactly. everybody. You can't just uh, do something because you feel like, uh, Oh, I just want the product experience to be this way. We're going to lose money, but you know, but but I, you know, yeah, no, uh, you, you have certain responsibilities. You have to you have to run the business a certain way. So so yeah, I have lots of ideas for how we can expand the the product offering. But honestly, just the floss alone is a very large, uh, you know, in a, in of itself. There's 24 million water flossing units sold every year right now. And they take even longer than string flossing. And the number one complaint people have about flossing is that flossing takes too long. So water flossers currently, the manual ones, they take the number one complaint and they make it take even longer. And yet they still sell 24 million units a year. Um, yeah, because we recommend as healthcare or dental professionals, we recommend them because we do see the benefit of getting under mm -hmm. the gum line and we could see it firsthand and, um, so we do recommend it, but then I always recommend whatever you're going to do, do that. Because if you're not going to use it, right. it's going to sit on your counter, use string floss, or use a pick, use a pick. That's like just whatever you're going to do, do it. But there's definitely benefits to this. I mean, to water flossing and getting under the gum. So what you're doing is great. because so it kind of puts that convenient little pick, but with the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a classic uh, difference for, you know, effectiveness and uh, efficaciousness, you know, it's like, something that is 100% effective that you do zero times is 0% efficacious. And uh, so, yeah. you, you know, it's not only does it work in theory, but will you use it? Yeah. And then pa patients, because we learn as kids, we teach the little kids, you know, we disclose and we teach them how to floss. And, but if you hold, give it an adult, sometimes I'll give an adult patient, I'm like, oh, show me how you floss. Because they're like, oh, I floss every day. I'm like, there's no way you floss at all. Like, there, I mean, it's, there's no way. And so they take it and then it's just amazing. Some of the things they do, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, let me show you, you know, or when I floss them, I deliberately do very, um, I make obvious movements so they can feel it. 
Mm-hmm. And they're always like, what the hell? That's different how you floss. That's not how I floss. And, and so if you give them floss and then show them with the mirror, and a lot of them don't even know how to floss. And so a lot of them aren't going to talk to a hygienist like me that tells them how to floss. So this is like, I love this. This is going to help a lot of people. Have you know, tried including a little it. booklet with the words, uh, <laughs> please read on it? Yes, <laughs> that would be good for sure. <laughs> or do you have a little bit, you have a video on how to use it too, right? Maybe do like, yeah, yeah, of course. So it's video, video manual in every language uh, that is likely to be <laughs> understood by so i say that too like i show them how to do it like but then go home and go on youtube or whatever watch the, go to the website and watch the instructions because make sure that, that way you can watch and follow along because you're going to forget once you leave this room too but, so yeah, anything no, else you'd like us to know ellie about a water your foster or anything or your company well, or? if you're if you're interested in learning more you know there's there's always a limited amount that i can uh, include here. I'm happy to answer any questions, but uh, we have a pretty detailed information on instafloss.com, uh, you know, where you can see how it works. You can see animations, you can see videos. Uh, we have a pretty extensive um, blog where we talk about um, research or our manufacturing process. If you really want to get into the nitty gritty of every like problem we've had to overcome, um, you know, with uh, manufacturing and redesigns, et cetera. Uh, it's all there on the blog. You know, I kind of feel that if you're going the the route where, you know, you're crowdfunding, you know, you're pre-selling, you're doing equity crowdfunding, et cetera, you have to be, if you know, if you're publicly funding your uh, company, you have to provide public information because, you know, people have to know as much as possible to make those sorts of decisions of whether or not they're going to pre-order the product or whether or not they're going to invest in the company, et cetera. So definitely we try to take a very open approach where we show as much information as possible. So there's a treasure trove of information there. Uh, and uh, I recommend you go to instafloss.com. Yeah, I'm going to go to it right away. I'm excited and uh, looking for new investments for 2023. So let's all invest in this great company to help patients, help Ellie and, uh, Help ourselves not have such dirty patients, right? <laughs> Healthier, less work for us. No, sorry. I'm always about home care and do do as much as you can at home to make my job easier. And we can spend our time on other things, right? During our appointment time. Actually, so, think of what you could do with all that time. I know, right? Well, it was great to meet you. And uh, I hope you'll come back on again. Let us know where you're at and you know when things get going or when you're ready to do that uh, ambassador launch or whatever, however it's mm. going to work out. And and when you have purple, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so like when you have anything exciting or any news to, we'd love to um, follow, follow you and follow your journey from uh, where you're at now. And then we'll see you on Netflix, your special and how you succeeded though, not, not how you went down, how it got even better. <laughs> Thank you very much, Cindy. It's, it's yes. been a pleasure talking to you and I hope we definitely do talk again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dental Elements Podcast. We truly appreciate your support and helping all these fine dental professionals share information with you, our listeners. And a very special thank you to Smile Makers for helping us make that happen. They are offering our listeners 20% off of any order by using code DAP20. That's right, 20% off any order. So DAP20, smilemakers.com. Check them out. 